Some of you accuse others of doing wrong. But there is no excuse for what you do. When you judge others, you condemn yourselves, because you are guilty of doing the very same things. We know that God is right to judge everyone who behaves in this way. Do you really think God won't punish you, when you behave exactly like the people you accuse? You surely don't think much of God's wonderful goodness or of His patience and willingness to put up with you. Don't you know that the reason God is good to you is because He wants you to turn to Him? But you are stubborn and refuse to turn to God. So, you are making things even worse for yourselves on that day when He will show how angry He is and will judge the world with fairness. God will reward each of us for what we have done. He will give eternal life to everyone who has patiently done what is good in the hope of receiving glory, honor, and life that lasts forever. But He will show how angry and furious He can be with every selfish person who rejects the truth and wants to do evil. All who are wicked will be punished with trouble and suffering. It doesn't matter if they are Jews or Gentiles. But all who do right will be rewarded with glory, honor, and peace, whether they are Jews or Gentiles. God doesn't have any favorites. Contemporary English Version Greater than everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Greater than. Greater than Carl Jung. Since it is the Christian season of Lent, the Revised Common Lectionary freights the readings with biblical sections about repentance. It can be a hard slog, this inner work we are called to do. Yet, it leads to the peaceable fruit of righteousness for those spiritual athletes who train their souls for the will of God. One of the first lessons we learn in our desert journey through Lent is that judgment belongs to God, not us. Claiming the moniker of self-appointed judge will, ironically, get one judged. There is only one true judge. And Judge Jesus renders decisions which are always right, just, and fair, with no favoritism, cronyism, or malice. A critical spirit is an evil spirit. It vaults oneself over and above others who are viewed as inferior, unworthy of love and belonging. It is the very antithesis of Christ's way of being in the world with others. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Rome, merely upheld the teaching of his Lord Jesus, who said, Do not judge, so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged, and the measure you give will be the measure you get. Matthew 7 1-2, NRSV. Although most people would affirm that showing favoritism is a bad thing, in practice we have a difficult time avoiding it, especially in polarizing times such as ours. Political mudslinging is, unfortunately, a time-honored American tradition. And so is religious judgmentalism. Some of the most emotionally laden vitriol comes from folks who are so heavily entrenched in their religious convictions that they believe any deviation from their way of belief is worthy of scathing criticism. People, however, do not change because someone criticizes or judges them. They experience transformation through basic divine and human kindness. As a hospital chaplain in a behavioral health unit, I wholeheartedly affirm this to be true. Many patients have been told repeatedly by family or friends to stop their destructive behavior or thinking get their lives together, move on, wake up, etc. all with the condescending edge of criticizing judgment. Yet, when someone takes notice, is curious about them, treats them like a fellow person, offers helpful encouragement, and a listening ear without trying to fix, souls become open to receiving the healing grace of love and truth. God shows no partiality, and neither should we, period. God is right, just, and fair in all dealings with everyone. The Lord judges according to divine standards of righteousness and mercy, no matter one's race, ethnicity, gender, economic status, or social standing. And it is all laced with the love and compassion of Christ. Christians are not exempt or given a pass on being judgmental, as if owning multiple Bibles or giving lots of money exempts one from a wagging tongue and an insensitive spirit. 
our own unhealthy practices, bad habits, and angry outbursts will be treated just like any non-Christian by God. In a time when decrying the moral condition of our world is nearly a spectator sport, the New Testament lesson for today reminds us that we must first be concerned for the condition of our own hearts before we can point the finger at another. If we want revival in the land and repentance from others, then it must first be directed and practiced by oneself. We all equally stand in need of God's grace in Jesus. There is a symbiotic relationship between our actions and the state of our hearts. A soft and tender heart toward God leads to obedience, disobedience hardens the heart and leads to God's wrath, no matter the individual. So, it will help if we all faithfully engage in daily spiritual practices which keep our hearts attentive and alert to God's will and way. No matter how busy we are, or how we feel, to forego or ignore the Word of God and prayer on a regular basis will slowly calcify our hearts and render them unable to respond rightly to grace. Instead, we can drink deeply of the Gospel throughout every day so that we may experience peace. A critical spirit begins to melt away when the tools of empathy, compassion, understanding, and acceptance are used to forge connections and provide support. It takes no training to bludgeon someone with condemning criticism. However, it takes repeated practice to speak and act with grace, mercy, and peace, especially when we are stressed and or anxious about our surrounding circumstances. Greater than be curious, not judgmental. Greater than. Greater than Walt Whitman. Instead of judgment, observe and be curious. Seek more information. Ask clarifying questions. Expand the gap between observation and conclusion. The ability to have an awareness of one's own emotions, to be mindful of self and surroundings, and to do it all with neither criticism nor judgment is perhaps the highest form of intelligence and spirituality. Kindness is what leads others to repentance, not condemnation. Grace has the final word, not judgment. So, let us be blessed through a gentle spirit which spreads the goodness of God throughout the world. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, we have sinned against You, through our own fault, in thought, and word, and deed, and in what we have left undone. For the sake of Your Son, our Lord, Jesus Christ, forgive us all our offenses and grant that we may serve You in newness of life, to the glory of Your name. Amen.